Paul Kuharski podcast is brought to you by Yazoo Brewing Company, a Southern original since 2003. Live from the home office in Brentwood, Tennessee, Paul Kuharski here for the Paul Kuharski podcast. No, she's not here. Madison Blevins playing the part of a deserter once again. I predicted this last week when she was going to Los Angeles that she would have trouble making it. And uh, while the schedules didn't jive, she also uh, returned from California with very limited voice. So uh, it would have been fun to hear her struggle through, but we will have to forge ahead without her. This podcast and all our podcasts are brought to you by Yazoo Brewing Company. I am, as far as you know, sipping a Hefeweizen right now. Uh, The fine people at Yazoo are spectacular to us, uh, and I know that given a chance, you will partake in their excellent product, uh, something for everybody, Nashville's finest, uh, with its, the distinct red and white Sunbeam logo. Um, you find it all around Middle Tennessee and at uh, where you buy beer and where you drink beer. Um, Midday 180 having a, a party Friday night in advance of um, the Predators Game 5, uh, hopefully a clincher against the Avs. I expect I'll be drinking Yazoo at said fine event before taking in that game. Uh, I urge you to do the same and, of course, do so responsibly. Uh, Also want to mention a new sponsor at the site, uh, a big-time sponsor, Tennessee Tickets. Uh, If you're looking for the tough ticket in town, no hidden fees and uh, the most reasonable prices you're going to find on the secondary market, Tennessee Ticket. Check them out, Tennessee Ticket uh, on Twitter, TennesseeTickets.com uh, online, and uh, you'll see their logo and uh, links to their site throughout PaulKuharski.com. All right, the uh, schedule is out, and I know people are anxious to talk about that. It's funny, I'm immediately asked to uh, predict what I think will happen. Uh, this season record-wise. Those of you who know me know that I don't dabble in such things unless forced to, and uh, it's been almost a year since I was told by ESPN I wouldn't be back, so it's been almost a year since I made stupid predictions that uh, I feel are unwarranted. Nothing's changed from uh, the day before the schedule came out to the day the schedule came out, except we know the order of the games, so I don't know how that would really influence my picks. What will influence my picks is uh, the Titans draft class and uh, a little more um, experience with Mike Rabel, seeing him on the field with his team. Uh, those things will be a factor, but not the order of the games. I do think um, a couple things about the schedule. It, it's good. Um the Titans are playing at Green Bay, Tampa Bay at home, at Pittsburgh, Minnesota at home in the preseason, and don't see any of those four teams in the regular season. Uh, I don't know how much they will or will not show us in the preseason, but they're not going to have to worry about um, tipping their hand directly against any of the competition that they'll face in the regular season. Uh, ahead of that Tampa Bay game, obviously they're going to spend a couple days uh, working out with uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and that's a uh, – John Robinson, Jason Light uh, production, two friends who worked together in Tampa Bay and worked together before that in uh, in New England. That'll be healthy uh, for the Titans for sure. So we look forward to that. 
everybody always wants to know about the uh, primetime games. People generally up in arms when the Titans aren't on on Sunday night. You really have to earn your way there. Uh, I know the Jaguars aren't there either, and the Jaguars went to the uh, AFC Championship game, so they've got a bigger complaint than the Titans do. Uh, star power, big markets, and uh, previous success, the biggest factors, getting on NBC on Sunday nights. Titans do have three preseason, uh, I mean, three primetime games, however, uh, at Dallas, November 5th, Monday Night Football. At Houston, November 26th, Monday Night Football. And against the Jaguars, uh, December 6th in Nashville on Thursday Night Football. Uh, everybody seems to think that the Titans played the Jaguars in primetime last year. They didn't. But this is the fourth time in six seasons that they will. Um, so, yeah, it's a familiar primetime matchup. Uh, should be better than it's been in a lot of recent years, um, considering that this year uh, it's a rematch between two teams that went to the playoffs last year. Um, Favorable and unfavorable things on this schedule, uh, I I had written ahead of it, you'd like those Florida games to be later in the season. You'd like Buffalo and, and, uh, and the Giants to be earlier in the season. It did not go that way. Uh, obviously, the two Florida games are probably going to be in the heat uh, opening day at Miami and week three at Jacksonville. Uh, we're going to see how those black helmets feel in the, in the Florida sunshine and humidity. Um, so that didn't turn out ideally. Nothing they can't handle, obviously. Bu- Buffalo is early in the season, October 7th, week uh, five. But the Giants, uh, December 16th, the Titans' only road game, in the last five games of the season uh, and probably their only cold game uh, of the season. So uh, pretty favorable on the cold end of things. I like that last five-game stretch. Jets, Jaguars, at Giants, Washington, Indianapolis, five, uh, four out of five at home. But it's important to note that last year at this very time, had we had a Paul Kuharski podcast, we would be uh, we would have been talking about how easy the end of the season schedule was in 2017 at Arizona at San Francisco Rams Jaguars, and you will recall that the Titans went one and three in those games, having to win against the Jaguars, who had nothing at stake in the season finale in order to uh, qualify for the playoffs. So it's folly to really take last year's success or failure and let that determine for you uh, if a team is uh, going to be good or bad next year. It is also, in fact, all we have to go on. And so uh, I understand our propensity to do that, but um, that's the way it goes. London game is uh, against the Rams as we knew – I'm sorry, against the Chargers as we knew it would be. Uh, we knew it would be October 21st or October 28th. It is October 21st, 8.30 a.m. Central Time. Uh, I wonder if you'll be having a breakfast party if you're in Nashville. We, uh, I will be making the trip. Looking forward to my uh, second trip to London. First time I was a, a very young man just out of college. May take the family with me on this one. The word is the Titans are going to go on Thursday, which has become kind of the default uh, most popular travel time. Um, and it's really important that the Titans get the logistics of this trip right. Um, 
they need to uh, figure things out better than they did last year um, when they went out to Arizona and stayed for the week between the Arizona and San Francisco games. They lost both of those games. They sat around at Arizona and really stewed in that loss uh, not too far in advance of Christmas. Uh, hindsight is easy, but it was not a good good trip. Uh, it might have been a trip during which Mike Malarkey's fate was sealed. And um, this one's less complicated in a lot of ways, but they have to make important decisions about the timing of the trip. They do come back and have a bye. And then uh, their first game after that bye also gives them an extra day because it's uh, at, at Dallas, but on Monday night. Um, so that's uh, they'll be well-rested by the time they're back on the field. Um, at AT&T Stadium. Interestingly, Dallas will also be coming off of its bye there. And that's the game that the Titans will be furthest west that they go all season uh, to Dallas. Um, So interesting. The Titans get nobody during the course of the season who are coming off a Thursday night game. So no mini buys from what I could tell in advance of of that. Uh, So That'll be interesting. I I think, um, you know, just running through it quickly, uh, I'm not real impressed with Miami, and uh, and we don't know what they're going to be doing at quarterback. Um, Obviously, uh, the Titans struggled down there last year, but Matt Castle was playing that game, and uh, you would fully expect Marcus Mariota to be on the field in this one. Um, I thought it was good they got Houston early. That's week two at home. Deshaun Watson coming off that torn ACL. We don't know uh, what the status of, of that knee will be. I would expect he'd be playing in that game, but but maybe uh, still working on getting all the way back from that. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, at Jacksonville, um, week three, not ideal with the heat. Philadelphia coming to town week four. Uh, obviously a, a huge draw and a huge matchup against the uh, – defending Super Bowl champions. Will Carson Wentz uh, be back for that game? Um, I don't know about his timetable either. Would have rather had Philadelphia early than late, and that's pretty early. So I think that's advantageous. At Buffalo, uh, before it gets freezing cold up there, uh, we could go look at Niagara Falls, and uh, there won't be too much freeze on the water around there uh, at that stage, I wouldn't think. Uh, October 14th, week six, uh, Baltimore in Nashville, 325 start. So that's the first game that is not at noon central. Uh, and then the trip to um, London for the Chargers at Wembley Stadium. I might have made a mistake on a periscope on Thursday and said Rams. Uh, my bad. Then the bye week, uh, gloriously right at midseason. Everybody always says there's never a bad time for a bye week. That's false. Week four is a bad time for a bye week. Week five is not a very good time for a bye week. Week eight, right after you've played in London, is an excellent time for a bye week. Come back and go to Dallas for that Monday night game with an extra day of rest. The downside of that is that they then host New England. Um, so the Titans will have short rest ahead of hosting New England. New England plays uh, the previous week Sunday night against Green Bay um, at at home. So um, 
they don't have every advantage coming into that outside of being New England, but um, a factor there. And the league, to its credit, sometimes overcomplicates the schedule, which I know is is not a simple process. There are no games, uh, is my understanding from what I read, nobody plays uh, on the road after a Monday night game. On the, nobody plays a road game after a Monday night game, which is uh, really good. And I hope a policy that they're able to continue with uh, going forward. But uh, that's tough on guys as the season wears on, and they've avoided it. They follow up that New England game um, in uh, late November with uh, a trip to Indianapolis for noon start and then another Monday night game at Houston, uh, the rematch with Deshaun Watson, who I imagine will be f- much further along at that stage, barring a new injury. Um, two big divisional matchups, obviously, back-to-back there. Um, Monday night at Houston, then they get a short week to get ready for the, for the Jets at home. Rematch against the Jaguars, that's a short week uh, from the Jets to the Jaguars uh, on that Thursday night the Fox slash NFL Network game. Giants at home. I'm sorry, Giants uh, in New York. Uh, I'll see some family in the New York area on December 16th is that trip. The Washington game, excuse me, the week after is uh, unknown date still. It is either Saturday the 22nd of December or Sunday the 23rd of December. The league held a handful of games to decide on, they'll decide that by mid-season uh, to maximize the pre-Christmas weekend television schedule. And then the Titans finish at home against Indianapolis while the Jaguars and the Texans play on a Sunday that could go a long way, obviously, towards determining who wins the AFC South and if there's a wild card for a second year in a row out of the AFC South. So uh, that's a run through of the schedule. Um it's not as good as last year's schedule in terms of uh, the quality of the opponents based on the year before. Obviously, uh, Philadelphia and New England, very tough games a year removed from them going to the Super Bowl, uh, though New England doesn't seem like it's going to be quite the same caliber of team given its losses. And two of those losses, obviously, uh, to the Titans, Malcolm Butler and Deion Lewis. So uh, we shall see what becomes of that. Um, in a short video that he did with Amy Wells at titansonline.com and talking about the schedule, Mike Vrabel said that, uh, this was posted Thursday night, uh, after the schedule came out or it was filmed in daylight. So, uh, before the schedule came out, but after they knew it, um, said he had just had his first meeting with coaches, uh, with a practice script. And, uh, so that's the special voluntary minicamp that they get next week after stage one of uh, phase one of uh, the, the OTA program. Uh, first time on the field for Vrabel and his staff with his team. Uh, Got to be pretty exciting uh, to, for him. First time as a head coach to get out there with his guys, uh, watch them run around. He, he talked and I wrote a week or two ago already about uh, not going to rush it, not going to try to uh, have them executing things that, that they don't know yet. Uh, but I'm sure they've, they'll have enough in that they have enough to work on in those three practices. And uh, he sounded pretty excited to have that practice script in hand uh, and drawn up 
So this does it for part one. And here's how we work here. That's part one uh, in the public domain for everybody. But it's also a sales pitch for you to become a member of paulkoharski.com where you get to hop over to part two where uh, the better stuff is coming. And we're going to talk about um, wide receivers in this draft. We're going to talk about Marcus Mariota's fifth-year option, which was uh, is going to be executed. It, there was no secret to that, but John Robinson uh, told us, confirmed it was the case for him um, on the Midday 180 this week. Uh, a brief discussion about my uh, contempt, disdain, and uh, absolute fear and disgust with warts, which uh, everybody on the Midday 180 has had except me. I'm never going to have a wart. And uh, most importantly, uh, a conversation about Jason Sweat, uh, the Florida State pass rusher, who could well be in play for the Titans at number 24. There is a uh, specific connection that draws a line from uh, Sweat to John Robinson, and uh, we will delve into that in part two of the paulkoharski.com podcast. $5.99 a month or uh, 11 months for the price of 12 with a yearly membership. Uh, That's the price of uh, a fancy cup of coffee at Starbucks. And uh, we're heading into to draft week. It's going to be a lot of uh, content and uh, analysis at paulkoharski.com in the form of these podcasts, in private Periscope slash Facebook Live sessions available to members only, and at paulkoharski.com for you to read. Uh, if you're as big a fan as you claim to be, you need to be a member and have uh, be a card-carrying member, be able to show it to other fans uh, on a moment's notice. To say, hey, you're a big fan. Let me see your paulkoharski.com membership card. If you don't have one, I do not acknowledge you as the size fan that you claim to be. We'll be back with part two of the Paul Kuharski podcast in just a moment. Brought to you by Yazoo. The Paul Kuharski podcast is a joint production of paulkuharski.com and Vocal. For more information and more programming, please visit vocalnow.com. That's V-O-K-A-L-N-O-W dot com.